Welcome back to True Alchemy Academy, your podcast for all things ancient wisdom. With me, your host, Kaylee Worsley. Have you ever wondered how you can change your mind? But not just an opinion, but truly change the deeper parts of your subconscious? If you haven't heard of it, it's actually true. By using repetition, we are able to change our thought patterns to create a better world around us. Because our subconscious is navigating the ship for us, we need something to make sure that it's navigating us the right way. That is called affirmations. Or, if you prefer, prayer. They're the same form, just different words. From the beginning of time, it is said that sound is extremely important. The first mention, the first thing in the Bible is, and God said, let there be light, said, it is words. Om is considered the syllable which preceded the universe and from which the gods were created. Om is often the first word or sound in some of Buddhism's most important mantras, Mantras, another thing that is extremely important, sound. There's also sound and light therapy that can help us heal. Music, we know when we're sad, what do we want to do? We want to listen to music. Sound has always been something that humans have had a very close relationship with. And because sound is so important, the way I'm making sounds right now, it's I I am making a sound and you are comprehending it. And on some level, Your mind is either agreeing or disagreeing or putting this in a category. That's exactly what it's doing. So it's saying, is this the truth? Yes or no? If it is the truth, okay, let's bury it into our subconscious mind and live according to that truth. Sometimes what happens is we hear these things, these sounds that we're comprehending through intellect from other people and we think, oh yes, that sound must be true and therefore I will live my whole life according to what this sound has brought to me. Now, what makes us very fortunate and very unfortunate, because there are always two sides of the coin, the fortunate part is that you can change and you can evolve and you can use sound as a healing modality. The unfortunate part is if you're unaware of the importance of sound, it sucks. It just sucks because then you just speak and you make these sounds and then your mind is like, yeah, okay, that sound is correct. And then you live by that sound that you don't even like. So it's very important that we come from a place of understanding when we're trying to change our minds. I thought very hard about this at multiple times in my life. So if you are an avid listener to the podcast, I've had someone on here that talks about soul contracts. And what a soul contract is in its most simple form, it is a sound, it's the sound of your name that your soul picked for you to have. And it goes around a Merkaba star and it tells us what the themes of your life are, what you have to work through, what your soul wants, some of the karma that you brought in, some of the talents that you have. And boom, that's a sound. It comes from a sound. And I thought a lot about this, obviously, because what else would I do, I think? And it makes a lot of sense. But then I started to dissect the modality even more. I said, okay. The sound of my name, what happens is they take the name and they put it into the Hebrew alphabet. Then the Hebrew alphabet translate it, translates it into 
numbers. And then those numbers tell us about what the soul is all about. I thought, okay, if it's in Hebrew, then it's a completely different sound than what I make with my mouth. Because <laughs> I don't speak Hebrew. And while I was actually in Greece and in Europe, I was hearing different sounds. I was hearing different languages. And a part of me thought, wow, I wonder what vibration each of these languages carries. Because Greek is actually one of the five sacred languages. Of course, when we're speaking about Greek in this context, we're speaking about Greek in the ancient times. So the dialect was a little bit different as languages evolved. English used to not sound like this. However, it sounds like this now. And so it makes me wonder what vibration we move in when we speak these words. When I speak Spanish, am I speaking in a different vibration or does the vibration come from within? And I believe that maybe it's both, but they're both equally very important. It's what you say in the language that makes up the vibration of what's going on around you and how you're programming your subconscious mind. If any of you have ever read David Hawkins, he actually has something called the map of consciousness. And it looks like a scale from low vibration to very high vibration of emotions and when we're trapped in these emotions and how what kind of vibration we're on. So someone who is in a vibration of, let's say, anger is most likely speaking in a vibrational manner of anger. I'm so pissed off today. I can't believe that happened. Why did that happen? Get out of my way. Move. Don't talk to me. Blah, blah, blah. Those all, I'm sure some of those hit your eardrum really wrong because they carry a different vibration than maybe what you're used to hearing on this podcast. And I wanted to use that for data, of course. When we're speaking in that vibration, we are actually reinforcing this vibe within ourselves. And what we do within becomes without. So if I'm constantly speaking in a vibration of anger, it is going to turn my external world into a place of complete anger. However, if I learn to move that vibration from anger to happiness, joy, unconditional love, enlightenment, peace, these calm, these all shift within me first and then it brings out my outer world because what you are inside attracts other people because we're just like little magnets. And I can't remember what year this thought came to me, but I drew it out in a little map and basically our hearts Oh, no, I remember what it was. Okay, so I was watching a documentary while I was living in Mexico. I lived on a rooftop and I watched a lot of documentaries because I was just trying to find myself. And I watched this one and I can't remember what it was called. Maybe um, something about planet Earth and Will Smith narrates it. There is a point in the documentary that it's zoomed out and there's the Earth and it shows that the core, like Earth's core is the magnetic force that protects earth and i tripped out on this fact for i'm still tripping out on this fact because it makes so much sense and then i started to really narrow that down like how how much power the middle of the earth must the core of the earth has to be a magnetic force to keep things away from us in space like the the magnitude of that and so I went deeper and I thought, okay, I feel like that is a place where you can go hang out 
and meet God. So I used to meditate and I used to pull myself into the core of the earth. And I, it was the best time I've ever had. I just sat in there. It was very light. I felt like it was very healing. The vibration in there was absolutely phenomenal. And so I brought that into, you know, because we are a reflection of God and it is stated in a lot of texts that we know we are just pieces of God. We're all together. We're all similar, blah, blah, blah. There are so many different ways that you can break that down. So use it in whatever context works for you because God is not limited by what I speak of God because I don't even know God to the point of what is God. Like I know God from my perspective and my point of view and that's it. <laughs> I don't know God as a non-bias, as God the most powerful. So break these down into whatever way you feel like you can understand them. However, the essence of it is if we are all a piece of God living and learning on earth, wouldn't we be a replica? And so I started thinking, if the core of the earth is magnetic, wouldn't our core be magnetic too? So I started looking at people as hearts attracting like hearts, thoughts attracting like thoughts, guts attracting like guts. And when I started to pull this data from people um, and observe them, I realized that we are so magnetic because of our thought process, not even just our thoughts, but what we feel. And how do we change what we feel? We change what we feel through our thoughts and our mind first, because that's, that's like the first wall you have to break down is your thought pattern. Okay. So let's say you grew up and you, you had a a family member or something that never believed in you. So you're going to think, okay, I'm not good enough. I can't do it because so-and-so didn't believe in me. And that's the truth. That's the vibration of truth of the words that you pulled into your subconscious and what you're going to believe. The way you're going to change that is going to be repetition through affirmations and using your knowledge and the understanding of words that carry positive vibrations or sounds that carry positive vibrations to heal this within you. It's a very, very cool process. And honestly, it works. When I was living in Toronto, I, I don't know why I said that's so weird. I try not to say Toronto, but um, that's Toronto. Anyways, when I lived there, I had I just moved there with a backpack. I moved from Mexico. I went to a meditation course in 2019 in February, changed my life. So I sold everything and I moved to a rooftop in Mexico. And then eventually I just knew that it was my time to go. And so I packed up my backpack <laughs> and I went uh, to a condo in Toronto. It didn't even have a, s no, yeah, it didn't even have a stove or a fridge. It had nothing, literally nothing in it. No appliances, no nothing. And that was the first time in my life where I was like, mm, did I make a mistake? But whatever, it's fine. So anyways, things worked out. I ended up there was a family across the street moving to Columbia. It was perfect. They gave me everything that they didn't want to bring. They gave me a couch, a couple beds, um, a desk, some chairs. Like I got plates from them. It worked out blankets. Like it was amazing. And so once again, that's the universe taking care of you. That's the universe taking care of me for sure. So because I had barely anything in my apartment, uh, I bought sticky notes and I 
had been studying affirmations. So I wrote down everything that I wanted to be on these sticky notes. And there were sections. I sectioned them off because I'm just so analytical that I needed to nail each of these. So I had self-love, work, and spirituality. So my self-love was like relationships. I wanted to work through that stuff. And so I wrote down affirmations. Then I wrote down work affirmations and bit like what I wanted to see for myself, the kind of money I wanted to make. And then the third one was spiritual development. So who did I want to be internally? And I had to work really, really hard. Like every morning I would wake up early. I'd wake up at like six and then I would read. I would go through these affirmations and then I would go through a spiritual practice. So I'd meditate affirmations. I can't remember what else I did now. Oh, I would look at, I drew myself and I drew what I wanted. So I would read it all out. And I started to notice that things were shifting, but the one, but then I obviously, as one does, I doubted my own power and I was like, okay, maybe these people are just saying these words because they're common. So I started picking affirmations that were like a little far out. So, and one that I definitely remember was I wanted to, I don't know, I just started saying I am dangerous because I was reading a fiction novel at the time and the character was described as beautiful and dangerous. And I was like, I want to be beautiful and dangerous. So I repeated this affirmation. I am dangerous. The same night I went out to a networking event at some club rooftop downtown and I left, but I left with someone I knew from the office and we went to get food or whatever. I was super hungry and uh, he was, he hit on me and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But then this man looked at me and said, Kaylee, you are so dangerous. And I was like, wait a minute you think I'm dangerous? (laughs) I was like, no way. Really? You think me? I'm dangerous? And I was like, okay, perfect. These affirmations, they must work because who says that in conversation? Like who says that? I just had to believe it myself for people to pick up that on me. And so I was sold immediately. I was like, okay, what can I do to create the life that I want subconsciously? So, of course, well, I'm here now. I'm four years later. I'm diving even deeper into the rabbit hole of life. I would say, I'm not going to lie to you. In 2018, I was not spiritual. How old was I? I think I turned... How how old am I now? Okay, I turned 21 in 2018. I My goal was to have my 21st birthday in LA since I was like 15 So I went to LA. I had my 21st birthday. I was not spiritual at all. I wanted to be like a famous singer, like songwriter, singer. I was somewhat spiritual, of course, because I always had God. God always had my back. I never went too far over like my friends who did drugs and got pregnant and all this crazy stuff from my neighborhood. I always had God. Always. Even when my friends were doing criminal activities, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be that big of a criminal. I will keep watch. And you're guilty by association. But I didn't feel that, that, that guilty. Do you know what I mean? So I kept on one side of the fence. And I just am so blown away that now I'm like this. (laughs) Like I, I, 
I don't know. I never thought that I would be this deep into it. But at the same time, it makes so much sense for my personality and who I am. And my charts. Because I've looked at all of them. And so it just, when you start this, and I promise it will change your life. And it doesn't mean that it's going to be a quick turnaround time. Like me saying the affirmation and that guy verbalizing it the same day. It could take four years. Because now I am actually at the point of my life where I always wanted to be. And so these things work when you take out the time to really understand your root problem and then you take out the time to dedicate to solving it. It's amazing what can happen. And it's not even just putting sticky notes on your wall. It's also how you talk to yourself in conversation with others because that is also, you're also speaking to yourself. And I read this thing online where it said, I can't remember. I, I'm trying so hard. It's like a picture of a samurai warrior. And it says, never joke about yourself because the warrior within can hear you. And it blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Because you're always listening. And let's say I'm in just joking. I'm having a conversation and I'm like, ah, oh my goodness, I'm so stupid. Then I'm just going to constantly think that I'm stupid. And it's just going to be, I'm joking about it. I think I'm joking about it, but I'm putting myself down in front of others. And so me speaking that aloud to myself makes them also believe that. And I don't ever want to be in a friend group where everyone thinks I'm stupid. So therefore, I can never talk about myself that way. And I, I don't talk. When I talk to my friends, I'm not like, oh, I'm the best person alive. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I made a mistake. No problem. Boom. Easy. Done. You stay humble. And you stay evolved and you don't sink back and bring the low vibe to yourself. It's a very fine balance because you don't want to walk around saying, I'm the best thing on earth. I'm better than you because that's not true either. That is just not the truth. You have to be truthful. Oh, I made a mistake. That's okay. I learned from it. Wow. So easy. So simple. And it shapes your identity. It truly does. So my challenge to you is I want you to listen to the way you talk to yourself and I want you to pause bef- after because sometimes we can't think before we say things and that's totally fine. We're human. But I want you to pause after you say something about yourself and think, is that the truth of who I am or who I w- want to be? Who do I aspire to be like? I want to be myself. I truly want to be who I am, the best version of me. And so is what I'm saying right now serving that higher purpose or is it bringing me lower down? This is, you can do this actually when someone wants to engage with you during gossip of other people. So do you want to stay in that vibration of constantly gossiping about someone and putting someone else down? Or would you like to serve your higher purpose and just say, you know what? It didn't work out. We're not friends simple it's just we're not meant to be in each other's life easy i made mistakes they made mistakes we're human let it go move on unless i know sometimes that it's not that easy to do but if i'm talking about like petty gossip it's not like something that's like life-altering traumatic event that you're still holding on to because some of those are justified and i and they take a long time time heals everything it took me it took me, wow, I keep going back to how old am I? 
it took me, I want to say, I'm still on the journey, but it's taking me at least a minimum eight years to reprogram my subconscious mind in accordance to my childhood with my father, which was very, very rough. It was not super fun, but I was able to, I did more than affirmations with that. I actually went into my dreams and reprogrammed the way I interacted with him in my dreams. So then when I would wake up, I didn't feel scared of him or like affected by him and he was no longer he has no control over me anymore physically obviously in the world because I haven't talked to him in eight years but also like internally he doesn't have any power over me at all there's zero things but it took me a really long time and I'm still on that journey to just letting other things go now that actually you know what I honestly think Today was the day that I was like, oh, I'm totally over it. So it's cool that I'm making this. But it took me a long time, you guys. Like, it took me a long time. So be patient with yourself. But every day you don't do it is a day longer. You have to suffer with it. And I cannot imagine a future where you are still suffering. I want you to be okay now. And so you got to take this first little baby step. It's going to be okay. But catch yourself every time you're not serving your higher self and just say, okay, Was that in service to my highest self? No? Okay, let me redo that. I actually do think that I have a lot of potential and I'm going to reach it. Instead of saying, you know what? I can just do that tomorrow. Who cares if I do it at all? What's it going to matter? What does it matter? It matters. You matter. You came here for a reason. It doesn't matter if the reason is to just be the best dad in the world or the best mom in the world. Or if it's to be the president and change things for millions of people. It doesn't matter the scale of what you're on. It doesn't matter if you're here to be the best barista or the owner of the best cafe. It doesn't matter. You all have a purpose. It doesn't matter the scale it's on. It matters what your soul wants. So serve that. And that's the only thing you should be worried about. Also, when you serve yourself, you serve others. Because you're in a place of love and joy and fulfillment. And that will literally just seep out of your pores for others to see, oh my gosh, this person is so full of joy. Of course, you are going to attract people who are not full of joy, but you just have to ignore them until they get it. Because you can't help everybody. You can only help people who want to be helped. And on that topic, if you would like to be helped, I have created the 48 Affirmations for a Better Life. It's available on my website. They're only $4.99. 48 Affirmations that I sat and wrote for a better life. I have used affirmations for the past four years. Incredible. Of course, you start out slow and then you learn how to make your own and everything is just perfect all the time. So if you would like to purchase them, go on to truealchemy.academy. I would suggest and recommend them, but of course I'm biased. But on the flip side, if you don't buy my affirmations, you should do affirmations. It doesn't matter if they're from me, if they're from Billy Bob, if they're from Joel Hagendoss. I don't know. It doesn't matter. As long as you do the affirmations and you start to see a result, that's truly all I want for you. So the power of words is truly, truly powerful. You speak, you create as you speak. So make sure that you're creating for your highest self. Thank you so much for joining me today on True Alchemy Academy. It's always a pleasure. Talk to you next week.